Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is a sticky it's sticky. Thursday yeah. here at St. Yeah. Vincent College. A rainstorm just came rolling through here. Now the sun is coming back out. and uh, You feel like the steam is just coming yeah, off the I'm, I'm guessing the... by the end of practice you're not going to be able to see the mountains in the distance. Yeah, it's a good call. It does. That's exactly how things work here. It's a very cool view, by the way. It is a, a very cool view um, if you can still see the mountains. If you can't <laughs> see the mountains, you're in trouble. Yeah, because yeah, that means yeah. it's the, the stickiness has just uh, reached a new level here, and I expect that to happen today. I thought yesterday was the hottest day at camp, but uh, it's in contention. You know, this back is to like back this is sauna like stickier. Yeah, though. like my, I have not stopped sweating since I got over. But uh, Steelers uh, making some more news today, uh, signing Deontay Johnson to a, a two-year extension. Uh, makes him a, it puts him in top twenty in terms of uh, mm-hmm. wide receiver pay. It's also the biggest. Uh, in terms of average per year, the biggest wide receiver contract given out in team history. Oh, I didn't realize that, but that makes perfect sense. A little bit sense. more than what AB yeah. got, and but that was, a while ago. was a while ago. That There's was five years ago. Lots of inflation between now and then. A lot yeah, of inflation. A lot of inflation. Tyreek Hill's averaging $30 million a year. So Deontay Johnson at 18 and change yeah. isn't bad. I think it's a tremendous team-friendly deal, to be honest with you. I mean, I think it was just yesterday, the day before, we were kind of – Kicking around numbers, you know, where do you expect this thing to come in? And I think we kind of settled at 20, you know. 20 was about as high as you, you would go. Yeah, over. yeah. O- over that seemed a little excessive, but understandable. At 18, it seems very reasonable. And, you know, if I'm Johnson, I just got a massive raise, of course. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you by NFL a bunch standards, of new money. I haven't made a whole lot by NFL standards. And two years from now, he might be very marketable still, you know. So he may you know score twice on paydays. Yeah, these two- and three-year deals mm-hmm. – are becoming the norm in the NFL, and I love it. I, I like it too. Yeah, I think it's very. It, the you know the the player doesn't just rest on his laurels. I right. signed my last deal. You know, I'm done. But at his age, you know, he, he has a lot to yeah. still prove to the rest of the league because he's going to be up, and you're going to get a lot out of him. You're paying him for his prime years. I, I don't see how either side would be disappointed with this. And he'll still be 29 years old when he comes when out of happens, that deal. Yeah, he can yeah. he can potentially sign another. Uh, big deal. Um, so it works out well for both sides. The Steelers um, get the, the the player for three more years, uh, including this one. This one and two more, right? This one yeah. and two more. Um, not an outrageous price. And as we talked no. about, that's going to match up perfectly when, when George Pickens is going to be looking for a new deal. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to decide if you're the Steelers, okay, we want to keep Pickens here. We want to make him now the number one wide receiver, give him that money. There's a good gap there yeah. between the two. Yeah, a nice gap there. Yeah, right. What's this do for Chase Claypool, though? Yeah, who knows? I mean, I've thought about that since hearing about the deal. And with all respect to Chase, I think he's a very talented player. I expect him to bounce back a little bit this year. I don't think he bounced down as much as people no, want to realize last year No, I think people were a little rough either. on him last year. But it's just a good problem to have. I mean, he still has a couple years. I mean, you don't have to do anything with him for a while. He's as motivated as ever. Um, he's got. I think Pickens will be nipping on his heels. Johnson's going to be the clear one. Money shows that as well as play on the field. And if Claypool doesn't work out or busts or gets hurt or whatever, I think you're okay. You know, it's a good contingency plan. It absolutely is. And, uh, you know, uh, so we'll see Deontay Johnson practice 
for the first time today in team, yeah. team drills. Yeah, right, right, right. Full go. Which is good. That's what you want. Yeah, there he is. Uh, yeah, he's down there. He's in full pads. he got the hoodie up there. I, boy, I can't imagine wearing a hoodie today. I couldn't imagine wearing good a hoodie Good Lord. Good I mean, you. I understand wanting to keep the sun off your head. Right. But, but keep this, it, keep it this is the kind of day where the Steelers and their fans probably would. Now, the, this, the defense wears gold out here. The, the offense mm-hmm. wears white. So it's not so bad for those guys. Mike Tomlin's always in black. And the to- the coaching staff always they're all in black. A lot of black. The fans out here are all in the you know black jerseys. It is a hot day to be wearing all that black. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> the jerseys are are heavy too, especially wear something underneath it. I'm talking about for fans, not not players. Um, turnout, little sparse, but we just had a crazy, just a big storm huge coming through. Huge storm here, yeah. a little bit ago, so maybe people were hanging home waiting for the storm to pass, which I think it has, and then it'll be heading out here because we get some late bloomers here, you know, or some late arrivals. But it's a really good scene, as usual. Yeah, the Steelers will be back in pads, obviously, today, as they are here in front of us. So they'll be hitting again today. I I spoke to our boy uh, Jalen Warren today. Ah. And uh, said about that. I said, hey, uh, you got to love getting in pads for a guy like you. He's a physical runner. Right, right, right. Bowling ball built. I mean, he is low to the ground but rocked up. I see what you're up to here, Lolly. You know, getting in on the bottom floor on a guy that not a lot of people know about. We've been talking about, you know, practice after practice, making a name for himself. He's very impressive, and I think he's due to be more impressive, as you said, once the physicality happens. And, I mean, I think he might be the star of the preseason for this team. I'm offense. thinking he's yeah. going to be. I know a lot of people were are, are, are high on Mateo Durant. I get it. Sure. Uh, but Jalen Warren, I looked up his uh, NFL profile today. Not so uh, bad. The, the write-up uh, from uh, NFL.com. And uh, they had a uh, sixth-round priority free agent is, is this grade on him. Lance Erlein's write-up yeah. on NFL.com with all the combine stuff and yeah. all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. They're very good. So uh, if you look at what he did at the combine, ran a four five five, which mm-hmm. is plenty fast enough for a while. What was his height and weight exactly? Is he, uh, he five was at, nine? At he most? was at five eight even two hundred four pounds at the combine. Okay. The That's Steelers, pretty rocked up for five eight. Yeah, though. Steelers lost him at two fifteen. I'm okay. guessing he dropped down a few pounds for the uh, to run, but still ran a ran a four five five, thirty one and a half inch vertical, eleven and. Uh, 11, nine, or 119 inch broad jump, so almost 10 feet there. That's fine. Yeah, yeah that's that's fine. Uh, what did you say his vertical was? I'm sorry. Uh, 31 and a half. That's good. Over 30. Yeah. For that, you know, his dimensions is what you're looking for. Um, it's funny. I, I, you know, we we're talking about him catching the football as well. And I guess he's like, yeah, people didn't know I could, if I could do that or not when I came out of uh, high school. He said, we ran a wing T. Oh, <laughs> makes it hard to get recruited. Yeah. But he, he was Mr. He was Utah's favorite. Mr. Football, though. Okay. He had 3,099 yards and uh, 38 touchdowns in 2016 as a high school player. As a high school player. He was like the best player in the, in the 3, state. 3,100 rushing yards. And he went to high, or Utah State first. Well, he went J.C. He went JC. to Snow okay. College. Um, Probably had grade issues, and that's usually why that happened. Yeah, happens, Snow you know? College right out of uh, high school. Then uh, went to uh, – he was the uh, junior college uh, offensive player of the year as a sophomore. Signed with that Utah. That doesn't sound like much, but as I mentioned – a lot of extremely talented high school players go to the JCs, usually because of grade issues. Yeah. And especially at the running back position, there's always tons of those guys. If you're JC Player of the Year, that, that's that's a legit, you know, award. Yeah, went to uh, then Utah State for two seasons. His second season only played three games before opting out uh, for COVID and deciding then to transfer to Oklahoma State. How about this? One year at Oklahoma State, his teammates voted him a team captain the first year. Says an awful lot. You like that? You know, you're new to show yeah. up, and you know a lot of these guys have been there for three, four years, and you still get the nod over them. 
Yeah, that's that's a big deal. That is a big um, deal. So, uh, yeah, over 1,200 rushing yards last year uh, at Oklahoma State. Also had uh, 25 uh, catches last year. Was the Big 12 mm. Conference Offensive Newcomer of the Year. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot of talent. Checks off a lot of boxes. Yeah, absolutely. And not know, even knowing his background, I mean, he just stood out from the first practice watching him here. And then backs on backers, he passed that test. I don't see more of it. I mean, it doesn't mean he's out of the right, woods. He's not, as a yeah, protection he's, guy. He gets he's shorter. It, yeah. And, you know, I mean, you can get overwhelmed with length and size against a, a T.J. Watt or a, somebody like that or a Miles Jack. But he did really well in those drills. Really low to the ground, as you'd imagine. You know, I think you mentioned Maurice Jones Drew either on the air or at the uh, local watering hole last night. Yeah, he has that style about him. It's that size too, the legs and the, the pinball. Yeah. yeah, low center of gravity, but thick. I mean, he's not small. No, I, I told him. I said, I said, you're a, you're. A, I'm not going to say you're a small back. You're just a, a shorter back, but mm-hmm. you're put together. And sometimes linebackers and defenders have a hard time finding those guys. Yeah, if, if he were th- if he were three inches taller, mm-hmm. if he were five eleven. He'd be like 240 pounds. I was just saying, he's going to be like, yeah, <laughs> well over 230 and big. And rocked up. Right, and, yeah. right, right. He said he spends a lot of time in the in the weight room, obviously, and, and spent a lot of time running to get ready for this camp. And that was one thing that Mike Tomlin said about him after Tuesday's practice uh, when all the other running backs were, you know, some of the other running backs were, had gone down, and he kept getting carry after carry. And Mike Tomlin said, hey, he showed up. He's, he's well-conditioned. That mm-hmm. shows up. and, and uh, Very you know, important. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so, you know, the key for that, for a guy like him, is can he play special teams? Can he contribute some way on, on that, uh, in that role? Because, obviously, he's, he's not, uh, not going to be the starter. He's not going to be the starter. Ideally, you'd love him to be a Benny Snell or better special teamer, you know, in terms yeah. of his value. But if he's the second best running back on this team, he's going to make it either way. You know, yes, I mean, it'd right. be great if he could be on special teams. Then it's on Benny Snell to, to, right. to be the. You better be a combination of third running back <laughs> slash, you know, quality special team. And I'm not implying that he's ahead of Snell right now, but I don't think that's the craziest thing I ever heard either. I don't you know, think it is either. Ahead, I think he can go ahead of him. In fact, uh, you know, maybe some little birdies uh, whispering stuff like that yeah. uh, that he might be number two. Okay, uh, so we'll see. Uh, obviously, the the games, the preseason games, are going to you know show a lot here. The next few days on the practice field here, uh, they'll be in pads uh, today and tomorrow for Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. I would imagine Saturday will be a more of an easy day after the night practice. Oh, I would think, yeah. And, and then uh, they get the day off on Sunday, but then come back with a couple more padded practices early next week before they start to scale it back a little bit before that first preseason game. Yep. Uh, last thing I want to mention about Warren and his, you know, his profile as a player. Um, he is, and that's as a receiver. You mentioned he caught 30-some balls last year. I don't, I'd have to go back and watch them. I mean, were they dump-offs? Were they, you know, what kind of routes were they? But since he's been here, especially this week, he's ran, I don't want to say wide receiver routes, but they're not just screens and dump-offs. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, he's getting down the field. He's running real, wheel routes. He's sharpening out of his cuts. I'm, I mean, an obstacle he's going to have, and this is one of the beauties of Najee Harris, his catching radius is going to be small. You know, right, I, I right. Mean, you know, Harris has this massive basket you can throw to with his super long arms. And yeah, the arm length frame. is 29 yeah. and 7 eighths inches. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's under just, what you're looking for, yeah. but that's not abnormal for a 5'8 guy. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's kind of why he, you know, probably went undrafted. He's 5'8", mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but uh, the, the NFL.com grade on him was an uh, 5'9'4", which is average backup or special teamer. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Right, right, right. And this team's looking for a backup running back. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd feed him the ball like crazy in preseason. Yeah, you want to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I got the high pedigree uh, coming into college. Uh, again, did everything that you wanted there. That's just the, 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 
way the the running back position goes in terms of um, you know these guys not getting drafted and things of that nature. There's just a lot of them in the world. Yeah, right. You right. know what I mean? I mean, you walk down, walk through the mall. You see more people look like running backs on offensive tackles. You see more guys who are five eight than you do who six five six five three thirty. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, um, I, I'm still excited to watch Durant though too. I don't think it has to be one, no, 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 one no. or the other. No, it could be. You both. know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so, there, there could be a spot for both of these guys. Warren's been extremely impressive. Durant has not disappointed. You know, I mean, I, I think he just he's hasn't still, looked as good as right. right yeah, right. Um, so that's one position that that uh, you know is of interest here, and I think they've. Um, you know, if guys like that emerge, does that does that take bringing in a veteran off the table for you? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, part of bringing in a veteran it would be one more older leader type. You know, Melvin Gordon came to mind, Daniel Williams, but I mean, those guys are gone. I mean, yeah. those guys have been to Pro Bowls. I mean, those type of players aren't out there. You know, a, a, a Hayward Bay version of a running back to me would be kind of a an interesting thing, just as a leadership, been around the block, mentor to Najee maybe in some way, and Warren and these guys. But if you can get one, an undrafted free agent move <laughs> that's a really quality back, you just say thanks and move on. And yeah, that's good scouting. It's you know? cheap, uh, cheap help for the next, uh, you know, however long he sticks with the team. Yeah, hundred percent. So interesting. Uh, some other guys uh, standing out to us. We've talked about Anthony Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think uh, Delonte uh, Scott, uh, number fifty, the outside yeah. linebacker, is showing a little bit here. I'm going to uh, focus on him today. Yeah, out of SMU, mm-hmm. uh, as we mentioned yesterday, 18 sacks for him in college. So he knows how to finish a little bit there. There's an art to that. And uh, really long and lanky. Yeah, um, I, I wonder how well he sinks his hips. You know, really bends at the knees and ankles to, to get leverage because he's a little linear in terms of his yeah. build, you know, long He's kind of talk. It looks like Taco Charlton. Did yeah, it. which can be an advantage, too. I mean, people talk about, like, stride length when you're talking about wide receivers, but it's a big deal when you're a pass rusher, too. Yeah. I mean, that first step. Three steps and you're turning that corner. Right. I mean, you're up on an, an offensive tackle very quickly. Sometimes those guys take a long time to get foot, you know, the first foot in the ground, and that's, you know, something to watch with this guy. But a long striding defensive end that can be hard to play against, especially with the long arms. I mean, they get on you quick. Yeah, yeah, I want to see how he bends. I want to watch mm-hmm. that a little bit more because that's a big thing. You know, Alex Highsmith talked about that earlier uh, in training camp here, about, you know, how he wanted to improve his bend around the turn because yeah. a lot of times, you know, if you, if you don't have a good bend, uh, it makes it easier for the offensive tackles to push you around the, mm-hmm. the pocket. Um, and you know, for the quarterback to step up around you, but if you get that good bend, you you turn like a like a sports car. Yeah, right, right, right. You don't have to you know decelerate. You don't have to hit your you don't have to hit the brake pedal to come around that bend, which is really hard. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to watch him in terms of bend in that way, like you said, as well as taking on blocks, pad level, being able to really sink your butt. And I also want to see you know is he a power player? You know. Yeah. At the college level, you can rack up you know double digit sacks. You know. 20 career sacks, you know, just based on speed and length and traits. But in this league, unless you're unbelievably special, you have to have a power element. Unless you're Julius Peppers and you can just – Well, he was 285. Yeah, even he was a (laughs) a bigger dude. But, I mean, you're talking about guys a power forward. Right, 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 Um, right. But – but you got to be able to go through a defender, too, in, in, on the way to the ball. And we'll see. I'm excited to watch him. Yeah, uh, a lot of good, uh, interesting young guys here. So we'll see what happens today with the pads on. We'll get to see Deontay Johnson in pads today for the first time. See I always say like. signing a guy I'll this bet time of year. Is really so. excited about that. Yeah, right. Like, I just think it's so good for morale to sign Watt or Minka or Deontay or whoever in the dog days of camp. You know, it's yeah. hot as can be. 
But our buddy just got a huge contract. Everybody's happy. Everyone's for him. happy. He deserves it. I mean, it's just good for morale. Yeah, and would it surprise you if the first play today bombed to Deontay is, or something? something to right, Deontay. Right, they go right. to seven shots, and the first pass is to Deontay. Yeah, like I'm. I, That's I, I a Tomlin move all that, day yeah. long. Yeah. Uh, like if it. you're Trubisky, like, why wouldn't you go that way? Right, right, right. <laughs> Happy to have you back. <laughs> yes, welcome back, our uh, teammate. Uh, glad to have you out here. Let's. Uh, so who do we think isn't practicing today? It looks like Claypool is not again. Looks like Najee is yeah, not, not uh, practicing there. Okay. Um, so those three are the offensive weapons we're missing still. Yeah, and that's going to happen at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I know Minka. I'm not rushing anything, talked but. to Minka Fitzpatrick today, and he said he's close and chomping at the bit to uh, get back out there again. Mm-hmm. But they're just going to take it easy with that. Um, but I'm, I wonder how much Watt and Hayward participate today. They they got a kind of a veterans. They day got a day off, off yeah, yesterday. Right, right. They didn't yeah. do much, right? Um, I mean, you're back at it today, and I, I think right. you know you you got to get, get your a little work break in. until tomorrow night. Too, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, I would expect them to get uh, back to work today. Um, so you know. Um, it's, it should look a, a little bit better today for the offense, mm-hmm. getting Deontay Johnson back. I thought yesterday was the best day the offense has had in general, yeah. especially Trubisky, but the quarterbacks as a whole. The Christmas of the passing game, judging the running game and blocking, was is still when pretty there's difficult. No, yeah, right. there's nobody, no, nobody's tackling. Nobody's tackling. But now you throw Johnson into the mix, too. It's a perfect way to elevate from what you started last, you know, yesterday at this time. I thought that was a real good step forward yesterday, again, especially from Trubisky. And now you got your number one target, who should you know be open pretty consistently against these guys. Absolutely, yeah. Um, great so the Steelers uh, finishing stretching here, and uh, well, when this once they get done with that, uh, we'll uh, they'll get into uh, the team uh, portion of mm-hmm. or the individual portion of the practice, and uh, it'll, they'll be rolling along here. But we're going to take a break. Cool. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We are live from Steelers training camp practice. Here at St. Vincent College, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the heat is rising, and, uh, well, we'll see what happens here in practice today. We'll be back with more right after this. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson. Now, that little tune there kind of reminded me of Roadhouse, which was on the other night. I don't know if you saw Roadhouse. I didn't. I didn't stumble into that one. Got back from the uh, uh, everything, got done with everything, and Roadhouse was on. I'm like, ah, I'll watch Roadhouse. Absolutely. Uh, The other night I watched, I also watched uh, uh, Spinal Tap was on. Turn it up to 11. This one is 11. (laughs) It's 11. Um, So getting getting caught up on a little TV. I'm missing, though, some of the stuff that's happening with, uh, like, I guess Better Call Saul, there's new episodes of... Uh, oh, all the stuff I was in the middle of watching. Yeah. All got right. put on hold, so I hope the wife isn't watching them without me, but she's pretty good about that. We have a, a, an agreement on that. That's that's bad pool. That's Somebody, bad juju yeah, if you do that. It's bad juju, yeah. right. Yeah, she, my wife gets mad about that as well. If yeah, I watch that. something that we were watching and I watch ahead, like, what'd you do that for? I'm like, well, I'll watch it again. Not the same. Not the same. Not the same. Get you in trouble every Unless time. Unless you watch it from your hotel room at night and just don't tell anybody. That's and then go home and like, it. oh, I can't wait to watch. I yeah. could do that. I, there's ne- I Netflix though. and stuff over there, but I have not gone that route. Uh, too busy. Too busy. Yeah. Right, right, right. I'll throw something on in the background, but things like that, or throw NFL Network on. Jacob or looks like he's running the steps here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Jake, Jacob <laughs> Reck is <ready>. soaked. <laughs> I just go up and down the steps. He looks like he's ready for game day. <laughs> he does. Uh, Steelers starting to uh, break off into their uh, individual groups here as we uh, get through, uh, uh, what is this, day eight 
mm, Steelers that practice I'm not here. Sure. I mean, it was what Wednesday was the first practice, and we had one but day off. Day since off. Then. Yeah, this is right, practice right, right. number okay. eight. There we go. Uh, here at St. Vincent College, of course, uh, Matt and I will be bringing you all the updates live as they happen here from St. Vincent College. Uh, the big news today, of course, Deontay Johnson signing his uh, contract extension, uh, two years, uh, thirty-six and uh, in change, and that's like thirty-six seven or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and change. A good number for him. And yeah, a great good number, number for, for him, the right. Steelers. I think it's a great number for the Steelers. A very good number for him. Um, you know, we, we, I thought you laid this out well, too. I mean, there's a, a pecking order, these things, with teams. And it's not an accident, folks, that the Steelers waited for DK, Debo, McLaurin. All those guys got knocked out first. So you have all those comps. And I think everyone realized we're going to come in a little under that. You know, so, yeah. okay, fine. But you're going to be in that ballpark. But more than Christian Kirk. But more, yeah, exactly. Than, than he right, got. right. More than Hunter Renfro got because he's a better player. He's than better those than guys. those two, yeah. right? Right. You wouldn't trade him straight up for those guys. No, you absolutely know? not. Not a chance. And they're similar ages, and and you know, Boz deserves some respect too. You're not working on this. Isn't free agency when things open and you're working on 84 contracts right, at once? Right. You know, you There's have a pecking time. order on right. how they do this. Boz has been here a long time. He deserves a big t- payday. They knocked that out, and then I'm sure they went back to Deontay right away and said, "Okay." We got a lot of things to work off since we talked last. Let's go. You well, know, there were so. some signs that this was going to get done. The mm-hmm. first was uh, Johnson's agent, Bradley Sakela, came in the, into the Latrobe on Tuesday. Always a, uh, always a bit a of good, an indicator. Always yeah. a good sign because they hadn't really – I'm sure they told him, hey, look, we're not going to get serious about signing Deontay. We're gonna, we'll have our initial conversations, but we're not going to get serious about it until we get Boss signed. That's, yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. the pecking order. we got to right. get him done first. And how could Johnson have any problem with that? Or right. Anyone, okay, right? I get okay, it. Okay, sure. Yeah, He's a valuable it. player. It's important. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the next sign was that yesterday Deontay was at least put his shoulder pads on. You mentioned he had and different He was out there running on. around with, them yeah, with yeah, the right. pads on. Yeah. Like, okay, i got to start carrying the pads to get used to get heat acclimated myself, even yeah. though I'm not going to practice. So Beat reporter Lolly picked up on a couple of the clues there. Like, oh, he's not wearing the same cleats he had on before. <laughs> and he's got pads on, and he looks a little more anxious to me. And, yeah, I'm sure the deal was close. Little things that ago. you yeah, noticed yeah, yeah, yeah. there. I, I know there were reports, uh, you know, Tuesday night after Omar Khan spoke. Well, they're, they're not close on this thing. Well, they had just started talking. They probably weren't then. You they know? probably <laughs> weren't. Just sat they, down. Yeah, right. You know, then you start shot, you know, handing numbers back and forth, and, and it's, you know, it gets done. Yeah, we're in the same neighborhood here. You know, okay. I mean, it, it, it's different if you come to the table and uh, the player's going to aim high, the team's going to aim low. I mean, that's what negotiations that's the are. Negotiations that's negotiations That's go. the game. Yeah. And then, but deep down, you have a number, and I, and I think that both the team and the player said, well, our numbers are about the same. Let's do it. Boom. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a lot of fighting back and forth. Got a little friend here. Hey. <laughs> Steely. Steely What's is up, here brother? with us. Here hey. he is. Absolutely. Popping on the Good scene. Good stuff. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Steely doesn't talk much, though. He's not good for doesn't radio. Doesn't talk much. I, I wouldn't <laughs> trade jobs with you today, Steely, by the way. It's yes. a little toasty. Yeah. I'm, Steely's going to need a shower after this one. <laughs> he, he's working harder than anybody here. Yeah. Good that's, to see uh, you, dude. That is not a, a fun job, I am sure, in a day like today. That might today. be fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it's a little toasty. A little toasty. I'm, I don't know that they have a, uh, any air conditioning in that uh, Steely McKean costume. <laughs> oh, nice for him to stop by. No air, no air conditioning here for us either, but at least no. we've got some shade, which is more than the uh, the fans are concerned. No, they have the a worse than us. The sun is out. The sun is out, yeah. and it's sultry. Matt's got, uh, the sun's out. Matt's got his guns out. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me pull the shirt off. So. Red Rider BB. <laughs> don't shoot your eyes out. Uh, yeah, so the, uh, the humid the, though. It, it is really humid. humid today. This is 
This is what Mike Tomlin is wanting. Yeah, I say this is exactly what he wants. In pads, humid. Let's bang around a lot and, and really wear each other out. And Would it surprise you at this point in this camp, as I mentioned, we're eight days into this, if we have a couple of guys maybe go down with some heat-related stuff? Um, surprised, I guess, maybe a little. I mean, I, I, I hesitate to comment on that because there's so much more precautionary on that now yeah, than they absolutely. were 10 years ago, five years ago. So if somebody does, it's not like, oh, my gosh, you know. Yeah. I, I, and so – uh, maybe I mean, he's I a guess, little ill. Maybe he's deal, you know dealing with a little with bit of dehydration of some yeah. sort. Right. I, I mean, it I guess happens. it's certainly in in the cards across camps all over the league right now. But I'll but. bet you they're they're really watching it today. I know they exactly. they, they yeah. keep a they keep a heat tracker down on the sidelines. It's usually in the end zone that uh, John Norwood keeps an mm-hmm. eye on. It tells you okay, it's it's eighty eight today, but it feels like you know ninety seven with the humidity. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know what it would be today, but I'll bet you it's. It feels it's, hot. It's approaching 100, I'll bet you. It's just so wet and so yeah. humid. Right, right. And so I can a little breeze would be nice, too. What it's like down on the field, with, with the, the wet field that just got rained mm-hmm. on, that uh, you know, the, the, the water is coming up out of it uh, quickly. No, the, the vapor is coming yeah. up off, you know, going up I and mean, right through these guys. Coming up off the lake, as uh, Bobby Brister <laughs> said about Pittsburgh. But as you said, I bet Coach Somlin's eating this up. Oh, yeah. So I'll take this every day. And, man, he wears that same outfit every day. Long sleeve shirt, long pants, or they're all black. Yeah. He just doesn't waver in that. And, and uh, I have great goodness. respect for it. You know, stick with your convictions. Makes him stand out. He's the head guy here. I don't know if I said this on the air, but I always chuckle. Like, when he was in Minnesota, was he head to toe purple? Did he? Did, <laughs> Maybe did gold. He, did he look like Grimace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the Bucks, was he like head to toe orange and pewter? I mean, uh, someday I'm going to ask him that. If you were the head coach of the Vikes, <clears throat> would you be head to toe purple or are you black no matter what? It might be gold. Could be gold. Could be gold, I guess. Right. But, yeah, I mean – he is out there like that every day, and it, you know, again, as you mentioned, unwavering with the team, and unwavering with his message. You see him right, right, walking around to a lot of different position units and and, and preaching the message for that day. Whatever sure. we talked about, you know, in and the, motivating, the you know, finding yeah. what what little needle pokes each player, good, bad, ugly. Everyone's motivated by different things, and he's a master of either getting under your skin or patting you on the back, kicking you in the butt or whatever it is that makes you tick. You know, I think that's one of his greatest strengths. Yeah, and he knows, you know, he'll have little nicknames for every guy on the right, roster. Right, right, right. And, and uh, you know, just little little things that you mentioned that, that he can kind of poke or, or you know. Get your attention. With. Yeah. I mean, I remember him doing that early on with, uh, with Mike Hilton when Mike Hilton was an undrafted guy, like, you know, he'd be an interesting one because he's, so he's too small. small. You're too right, small. Right, right. He's too small to do this. You can't. You can't do that. But he's wasting his time thinking about you and talking about you because you're pretty good. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? that's what I. My uh, maybe he's talking to thirty that way. My yeah. dad always told me, uh, you know, when I, I got back from like my first high school basketball practice, like, mm-hmm. man, coach was just all over me today. He goes, well, if he's yelling at you, that means he likes you. Yep. If he stops yelling at you. You're in trouble. It's <laughs> one of the first things you know, we bring in 25, you know, new uh, scholarship athletes basically every year at Pitt. And in that first meeting, initiation, welcome to the Panthers. You know, we're not recruiting you anymore. We don't have to be your best bud. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> this is what's expected. But that's one of the major messages was not all of you getting yelled at is not so bad. That means we care. That's why we don't have these, these position coaches – don't have a lot of time in the day. And if they're yeah. going to waste an extra minute on you, they're going to make it count. They're very, very efficient with their time. And when people stop yelling at you or stop commending you or stop paying attention to you, 
that's when you should really, really worry. Uh, you know, yeah. bring in five running backs, and that fifth one's just not getting any attention. Well, yeah. well he, he usually the writing's right on the wall. Yeah. Right, right, right. He's at IEP next year. Um, Jacob Recht here looks like he's 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 got he's in full Jim Bibby mode here. Jim yeah. Bibby in the, in the eighth inning of a of a complete game in '79, just like pouring just, off him. Just, just looks like he's oh that dude yeah that dude down there is pretty soaked too. You just no took, while, you took yeah. a jog down the steps, Jacob, and you came back up. <laughs> I thought you were swimming. Face, your face is completely red. <laughs> your hair is soaked. You look like you just took came out of the shower. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> and you're a fine-tuned athlete. <laughs> you were much younger than Matt and I. Like I can't imagine doing do? that. Yeah, I can't stop sweating sitting here chatting with you. We might we might uh, have to get a time rope. for us to stop complaining about the heat though. And yeah. Get down to business. Absolutely. No more excuses. Let's go. What are the, the uh, what are you seeing? What are the quarterbacks here? working on today, Matt? Yesterday was a back shoulder throws. You seeing anything like that today? Um, there there was some more ball movement type stuff. You know, a little bit of rollouts. I I wasn't studying them as much as usual. To be very honest with you, we got running backs or receivers running go routes down the sideline here. We did some of these drills yesterday. Quarterbacks aren't throwing them, though. The, the position coaches are. Uh, real just warm-up stuff here. I mean, this is real preliminary. I don't see real specific um, ideas of what they're working on, you know, this thing today. Because yeah. a lot of the pre-practice stuff has been, okay, we're going to do 30 rollouts, one after another after another. I guess another. we'll see here when they get together with the wide receivers. i say next step is yeah. a little more telling. Yeah, we'll see what, uh, what they focus on here. The quarterbacks in the middle of the field, the wide receivers – Getting a little drink here before they go out and run some routes with the quarterbacks. We'll we'll let you know here what they do here in a second. Um, looking around here, the get the offensive linemen all down here to our left. We got the refs getting a drink here too. Refs, nice uh, Gatorade pal there, full ice. All right, here we go. Yeah, take care of those guys too. So here we go. Quarterback. We got side. a uh, got a shell offense here. No line. You know, just routes versus air. Looks like they'll have both quarterbacks throw, probably yeah. each to a side. Yep. And it's not Rudolph, it's Trubisky and Pickett from what it looks like to me. See what yeah, maybe uh, maybe tr uh, Pickett uh, showed enough yesterday that uh, – or no, Rudolph is yeah, – that's Rudolph. It is Rudolph. So it looks okay. like no, he's going right. to be back uh, two today. Um, and this see. is a drill they often do. They pretend to have two centers. One guy throws the one half the field, the other one throws okay, the other little, half uh, the field. A little in and out. What's that route called? A little flag route there? Mm-hmm. You got Miller down here. There's Deontay. He looks sharp. Quick feet. Quick feet. Yeah. That's the first Presents. thing that just stood out about him. Like the first time I saw him, like, oh, that guy gets in and out of his brakes. Yeah, different. right, right, right. Looks he, a little different. Which is rare because he's a little bit high cut. You know, what I mean by that is his weight, he's a little bit long-legged. He's got kind of a high waist. Justin Jefferson has that has a really strange wide receiver build where he's really angular and lanky. Yeah. And a lot of those guys can't sink their hips and come out of breaks as much. You know, they can be long striders and eat up field, but it's harder to break down. And when you find guys that can, that's when you give them 18 million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they make a pro bowl as, or an all pro as a return yeah. guy. And, and they yeah. catch a whole lot of passes. Yeah. That's hard to defend. It's also a weirder look for the corner. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's the clear number one on this. Anybody who's yeah. arguing that he wasn't number one Oh, he's not a real number one receiver. Like, come on, man. I mean, the targets and the production tell you tell differently. You what, much differently. Right, right. Much differently. Hey, I'm I'm super excited for Pickens. I can't stop raving about him. Could he become a one? Absolutely. Yeah. But that doesn't. That's not a one, knock on Johnson. Yeah, he has number one traits. Sure. But he hasn't proven anything yet. Yeah, they both are out there at the same time catching balls. How about good. that? Yep, yep. Yeah, you gotta like to see that. 
the the uh, the now and the future. Yeah, right, right. Together and hopefully the present. You know, like you said. I saw uh, Cody White working hard. I saw, I saw something last night on TV. Uh, I, I made note of it to you. Like, who was it? Adam Rank had his uh, top five rookie receivers. George Pickens wasn't on there. Hmm. And this was for fantasy. I mean, it's a year. good class, but he should be on there. I get it. But he had Jamison Williams third. I love Jamison Williams. As he was my you. favorite, in the, but he's not going to play until week miss eight half the or season. week yeah. ten. Right, right, right. Like, I mean, how can you have him third? Like, George Pickens is going to contribute right away. I, 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 this isn't hyperbole or trying to get a rise out of people, but I often quote Greg Cosell. He, this was his favorite receiver in the entire draft. I, I think if you just look at talent and traits – Nobody's ahead of him, you yeah. know. I mean, I Williams think, is faster, and there, I mean, there's you know, some guys that are different. You're better at certain things. There was a little out of sight, out of mind with him, um, you know, only playing the last few games. Not super productive in those games. No, but I don't think he was 100 percent either. No, I, I don't think so either. But and Georgia just doesn't throw the ball that much. That's also yeah. They're also you know? winning by a ton, yeah. and their defense is destroying people. <laughs> and right, I mean, it, but the catch that he had in the national championship game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin Colbert was raving about that after they drafted him, like. It was, he only had one catch, but it was you know down the seam, forty yards down the field against and a torch. Uh, yeah, against yeah. A, a, a cornerback who'd probably be a first rounder here at some point yeah, in yeah. the future. Like it was just you know, and he extends and and, and had the wherewithal on, on the extension to then pull the ball into his body and tuck it as he went to the ground. Like yeah, it, it's a play that. You know, Kevin Colbert's been around the block and there's yeah. so much. And, you know, and if he keeps harping on that, what he's really telling you is not many guys in the world can do that. You know, yeah. I mean, like it's, it's a control. rare yeah. ability to com- combine all the aspects you just mentioned all into one play. And, you know, you, you watch his highlight tape and go, well, his highlight tape is Chris Olave couldn't have that, that highlight tape. No. You know, maybe right. he's more consistent. Maybe he's a better route runner. You know, he had a better career. I get all those things. I'm not saying he's better. But he couldn't have done that, you know, like Pickens can. Which, of course, your receiver coach goes, oh, if, you have, if you're able to do those things, there's no ceiling here. You know, we can just keep going going and going and going. You know, keep coaching them up. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the Steelers have an obvious – they have obvious traits that they look for in wide mm-hmm. receivers. In fact, Omar Khan was asked about that on Tuesday. You know, can you keep this up? Can you, you know – he said, well, we have some obvious things that we look for in wide receivers. I can't tell you what they are. No, why would he? Why would you? But I think if you know what you're watching out here, you can see what they like. Mm-hmm. They like guys who are quick in and out of their cuts. Um, A lot of them. I mean, Claypool and Pickens aren't great examples recently. But just since the A.B. era and all the receivers they've taken, a lot of them have punt return you know, high-end punt return and, trades. And why you go for guys like that is they're good with the ball in their hands in space. They have vision. Yeah. They have elusiveness. And they're tough. Yeah. There's not many wimpy punt returners out there. You yeah. know, they might I'll be small. I bet they had a very high grade on Anthony Miller. I bet they did. That draft. I bet they did because he has some of those traits too and his feistiness and his body type. And, again, Claypool doesn't quite fit this mold, but a lot of route runners, a lot a of sharp. Too. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, he was, you know, a 6'5 guy that ran a 4'3 or whatever, too. You <laughs> know, so, and they got him in the second round. And they were also looking for a little bit of diversity, too. You don't want yeah. every receiver to look the same. That's a, uh, a civil warship, right, the, the diversity? That... <laughs> I wouldn't know that one. <laughs> and that the uh, uh, Ron Burgundy line? Oh, okay. Diversity, isn't that an old civil war airship? <laughs> Um, it's a fun group of receivers to watch, though, running route it, it after really route. It really is, yeah. It's a different group, but it's deep, and there's some star power, too. It was, that's one thing I just saw from Pickens again. He double catches a lot of balls. Worries you. 
It worries me a little bit. It yeah, worries, They're yeah. going to get broken up. Oh, yeah, double catching is terrible. Yeah. You need to pluck it up with your fingertips away from your frame. And I'll always reference, you know, my time with Larry Fitzgerald. That, that, that ball didn't make a noise when it hit his fingers. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was just a suction. You know, and George needs to work on the double catches. Well, it looks like they're getting ready for seven shots here, so I guess we will take a break. Perfect. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're live uh, here at Steelers Training Camp Practice number 8. Uh, we will be back with more on The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, uh, the defense just won seven shots, uh, four to three. Uh, but hotly contested again there. there was some, no, it was pretty even close, battle. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, the really nice throw by Pickin, or Pickett there that last Yeah, finished last it off time. there, a back pylon throw. Uh, we, t- we believe that was to a Miles Boykin. Not sure exactly in that. We had some people uh, stepping in front of us there. Pretty the, crowded. Yeah, yeah, pretty crowded there. Couldn't tell. Real nice throw, touch throw, though, the back of the end zone. Yeah, just throwing it to the pylon and letting him run under it. Uh, showed a nice touch on that. We mm-hmm. saw uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky hit uh, George Pickens on a slant. Yeah, right off the bat. on the first, uh, the first play. Powerful route. You know, yeah. Came yeah. out of his break. Boom, boom. And put it stuck on it right him. on yeah. him, yeah. yeah. Uh, then Real we saw uh, pressure uh, pressure on Trubisky. Uh, he had to step uh, to his right to kind of avoid a, a, a sack there and kind of threw it away out of the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good decision, though. Yeah. I mean, decision-making has been one of the knocks on Trubisky in his career. But yeah, live to fight another day on that one, throw it in the seats. Yeah, then they had a pitch uh, to, to – uh, Benny Snell uh, to the left. It was kind of a student body left kind of run and uh, just came up short of the end zone on that mm-hmm. one. Uh, yeah. So gained about a yard and a half. Yeah. Again, you mentioned, you made the note of, boy, they had the whole O-line pulling on that one. I mean, getting out there on that wide zone. Uh, what we got here? We got one-on-ones down the There's right Deontay side. Deontay down the sideline. Deontay Johnson. Well, with welcome the, back, Deontay Johnson. Yeah, that's a 85-yard touchdown. Yeah, who do you, who do you get there? It looks like, uh, is that Weatherspoon? I think just by body type, but yeah. I can't see the number. That's what I'm guessing there. And he sort of stands out with his uh, length. But. Trubisky's final pass then in the uh, seven shots was mm-hmm. a bad one. He, he kind of laid, he kind of predetermined where he was going with it there and laid it out in the flat, and Cam Sutton very nearly uh, intercepted it. Yeah, that could have been a pick six. Yeah. It really could have. Sutton was kicking himself on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then Mason, but hey, give the defense a little credit, too. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good, too. <laughs> they get paid. Yeah. Uh, Mason Rudolph took the next two. Uh, he threw a fade incomplete uh, to Miles Boykin. A uh, good coverage there. It was. Uh, by, Contested. Uh, by yeah. James Pierre. Um, he, uh, so, nice job by him. Ooh, oh, nice work by 85 there. Yeah. Working against a linebacker. Good job. Kind good of an out, out and up. Went up and plucked that ball. I think that was. Jay Sternberger and uh, 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 Robert Spillane. I, was, I think Mason was the quarterback. Yeah, I believe I Mason was, was the guy. quarterback there. Uh, then the, the next one uh, for Mason Rudolph was a blown coverage. Uh, Gunnar Olszewski was all by himself in the back corner. Yeah, they had a later drought, yeah. and two guys bit up on the, the, the short one, and he just tossed it right over the head an easy, for an easy that was, completion. Yeah, easy good read. You know, he was smart yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, and then finally you saw the uh, back uh, pylon throw there by uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, getting it out to uh, who we believe was Miles Boykin in the back corner of the end zone for a touchdown. That was their third touchdown, so – not bad work. Not bad work. There's some nice throws, some crisp throws, you know, some receivers making plays. Um, yeah, again, defense looked good on that run but for Snell, stopping that. Yeah. And uh, Sutton almost had a pick six. Yeah, 
uh, student this body. That's a good drill we got going here, though. Yeah, we got a lot of one-on-ones. A lot of one-on-ones here. Ulysses Gilbert. Oh, oh. He lost his. Uh, I say the piece of equipment. Anthony McFarland, the, uh, the the cap, the skull, the guardian the cap. Thing, yeah. The guardian cap came off of his mid route. Um, <laughs> kind of not used to overcoming that. Is yeah, that's a new one. Here we got an outside matchup. What do we got here? Oop, oop, little stuff. Boy, if he kept going there. Yeah, I say I think he had him beaten. If I'm even, I'm leaving, and he yeah. had him beat. That was, uh, of course, you'd have a safety. Over the top. Oh, yeah. And, it's and not one-on-one. -on -one, these, right. these are one-on-ones. But, uh, yeah, not bad job recovering there on the underneath route by uh, Justin Lane there. But No, it was. It was. They, they got slot guys going one-on-one. -on -one. They got tight ends going one-on-one, -on -one. backs, you know, outside receivers. So Calvin Austin there and a, a Tyler Vaughn's and trip, uh, no, this trips is a, there. a three-on-four type deal. That was uh, Rudolph uh, reading. Uh, I'm assuming that was an option route. Yeah. Uh, it looked like somebody went the wrong Gentry, way. But. Gentry went in and, and – uh, uh, Rudolph, Rudolph threw an out, mm -hmm. yeah. based on leverage, defensive leverage. But you can take a lot away from this period. Yeah, you're, you're right. seeing these def defensive guys playing in space one on one. They're, they're at a major disadvantage there. Absolutely. We got, got, got Jared Avery here. out there right now. You got uh, 93. That's uh, Mark Robinson. You mm -hmm. over on the other side there. That is Devin Bush running with Hayward. Hayward. Just overthrown a little bit. Yeah, there by, I was saying, yeah, just watching the route and coverage, I wouldn't say either player won that. It would have to have been a really nice throw, which yeah. is this league that they make all the time. But, you know, Hayward can run. Yeah. And Bush was a step behind him, but, I mean, he was in a good trail yeah, position. Hayward, Hayward knows where he's going, where Bush right, is, right, right, you know, right, as you right. said, step behind his And there's trail. no linebackers deterring him or safeties or anything Mateo changing Durant his course. The catch on the, on the flat there with uh, Jannard Avery on the coverage. Yeah, and Avery will drop into coverage some. Yeah, oh, no. He's, he's an upfield player, yeah. but he's done plenty of coverage both at the line of scrimmage and off the ball. Right, we get an outside. Is that uh, Deontay out there with uh, looks like Cam Sutton maybe on the outside there? I thought so. I just never see Sutton on the left. Oh, four, no, that's 40. 40, okay. 40. Boom, he smoked him. Yeah. Oh, a nice Nicely catch, done. too. That was a very nice route. Actually, that's Anthony Miller. That was Miller. Yeah. Yeah, beating. And you uh, can see a little why you get him confused. Just their, their like Body feet, touch really body, close, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah, that's uh, Sharp uh, Lyndon Stevens there. So. Yeah, he smoked Lyndon. All right, we got, we got, another, got another banana here. bunch here, as Billy Hillgrove likes to call it. <laughs> nice. Nice just, catch there. Just Gentry being big. Yeah, yeah. He's got a safety on him and shields him. Nice throw to the outside, leads him a little bit, extend yeah. those long arms, grab it, haul it in. That's Carlin's, Carlin's Platel there. That's that's not fair for him. I mean, he's that's up, asking a lot. He's given up, uh, you know, fifty pounds or sixty, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably seventy pounds. And but over the course of sixty-five inches. snaps yeah. in a game, you end up with. A, I mean, these offensive coordinators get you in predicaments like that. Absolutely doesn't mean you're gonna win them, but you know, it was good to see Gentry take advantage of that, though. That's our guy there, thirty. It is nice job getting separation there. Real good, Ulysses Gilbert. Uh, uh, Ran Jaylen right Moore into him, kind of flat. Get you know, your shoulder into him, him yeah, and, then yeah, yeah. Just, and just go out. And that's the one thing, you know, Mike Tomlin talked about yesterday. I was, was talking with uh, the, uh, the officials that are here today about, you know, the, what the, what's going to draw you an offensive pass interference. And he said, if you get the arm up and it's above the waist, extended yep. above the waist, you're going to get a call on that. So you, you use your shoulder to create that separation. So I've probably told the story on the air. And I reference Larry all the time. They were very, you know, fun years with Larry Fitzgerald at Pitt. And I used to I used to bust him a little bit. I mean, he was an 18-year-old kid. And I'm like, dude, you push off on every play, you know. <laughs> and we're in my little – I'm in my khakis and we're in my uh, GA room. 
And he's like, that's not a push-off. And I'm like, you push off all the time. What are you talking about? He's like, I never extend my arm all the way. Chris Carter taught me, you know. And he gives me this forearm shiver. It's like a <laughs> six-inch shiver. And I go flying into the VHS tapes, you know, like <laughs> feet in the air almost, you know, just a short little six-inch, you know, running down. It's amazing the power these guys derive from that and how strong these – corners are to to handle that while running full speed oh, and it's nice, perfectly nicely dropped nice. in there by yeah, trubisky nice, nice throw yeah deep, deep ball down the right sideline really yeah, nice uh, throw. cody white there getting free down the sideline yeah he's trubisky. a guy to root for I yeah, mean, yeah trubisky i didn't uh, you know a lot of times you want to put more air under that he kind of threw that more in a line mm-hmm. to get i mean you think there's probably a safety running over if yeah. you put more air on it there's a better chance he's going to knock it down absolutely you know? dropped it right in there though perfectly yeah, yeah. hit him in stride perfectly it's harder to throw that on a line yeah that little arm bar something i i you know we were taught to use in That's basketball. basketball thing too um, we'll pick that oh yeah um definitely taught to use that in basketball and and uh, you effective. Know, you, you redirect guys as they're trying to go somewhere. Exactly, especially you know? if they're in motion or, you know, a little top-heavy. I wasn't suspecting that I went flying, you know. <laughs> 30 should have had a pick there. That would have been a nice play. I'm breaking on the ball, but that was a little bit of a questionable throw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was open early. It right was. Away. It was a second late. Yeah, it was just a second late. I didn't see the quarterback. I there. didn't either. I was thinking about our little stories. Yeah, we get uh, the deep ball from before. Oh, oh. And up and out. Got him again. Up and out. Oh, nice job. Nice job by Anthony McFarland catching that one. That was nice recovery, though, too. Miles Jack was uh, Yeah. He got beat on the break, and then he recovered pretty well. Yeah. He can run. He can run. Yeah, yeah, He can run. That was an out and up by by a running back. You don't see that rattle up by a running back necessarily. I think McFarland's route running has improved. Yeah, he looks good doing that stuff. He looks sharper with those receiver-type routes. And then he came back and caught the ball basically Mm -hmm. over over, uh, uh, Jack's head. A little underthrown. Yeah. And a quick slant there to Miles Boykin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, just a big-bodied guy and yeah. slanting in the middle of the field. You are listening to our live ongoing coverage here from Steelers Training Camp. This is Steelers Nation Radio the, in the drive. Uh, he's Matt About Williams an hour into practice Lally. here. Yeah, yeah we're, right, we're right. starting to get into this here. We'll get into a team portion of, of practice here in a, in, a, in a minute, I'm sure. Nice throw. Yeah, very nice throw by Mason Rudolph right on the numbers there mm-hmm. to uh, Kevin Rader. Yep, a little bit on the outside shoulder right where it needed to be. Tough, Tough to defend that. Perfect run, route and throw are just so hard to defend this league. And, you know, you see it a lot in these drills. Absolutely. No matter who the quarterback is. Looks you know. like they're uh, pretty much done with that one, uh, mm-hmm. moving on to the next drills here. So we'll see. Are uh, they going to go uh, special teams here? No, we're setting up another one here on the outside. Okay. I mean, offense had an advantage in that drill, but they did, they did well. I Absolutely. Mean, and Deontay being out there kind of helped too. You know? yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay we've got Hayward in the slot here. It looks like against, is that Ulysses Gilbert? Uh, is it? I see a four. But it's more like a D-back to me. Wow. Nice job. Yeah, that's, that's 24. 24. Okay. That's 24. That's DeMonte KZ. Good coverage. That's Out, a good battle there. Yeah. Outside, uh, he had outside, he had inside leverage. The throw was to the outside. Hayward Adjusted. twisting his body yeah. and going back, making a nice adjustment to go catch the football there. I'm a little guilty of this too, but when they drafted Hayward, I'm like, if his last name was Williamson, would they really pick this dude? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. And the more I watch him here, and more so than even his Michigan State tape, I just see a lot of uses for him. You know, he catches passes at all levels. He's a blocker. You can hand him the football. He can line up in the backfield. He can line up in the slot. He can line up at tight end. He might not be good enough to do any of them, but he can do all these things. You yeah, know? when you break the huddle, the defense has to wonder, okay, what, what is he right What's now? What's this guy? He doesn't what look like he? a tight end, but he's lining up with the tight end. Yeah, you know? so you just don't know. Ooh, somebody, somebody blew a coverage there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right up the middle of the defense. 
So, anyways, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're bringing you our live coverage here from Steelers training camp practice, the only station where you can get live coverage and live updates from Steelers training camp practice. We'll be back with more right after this.